0: I'll be you. Welcome, you're listening to Living Faith Podcast. starry sky, see your hand in time, in mind to lead me through the night. Application, surrender to authorities is to pay taxes when taxes are due, to show honor where honor is due, to honor customs when those are due. When writing like this and when writing to Titus, Paul explained this with them in Titus 3. He said, when you're talking to those folks, remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities to obey and be ready for every good work. You see, in those times, as in our times, it's not always easy to be independent, and to be surrendered. My mom began taking me to the dentist while I was still really young, probably four or five years old. My mom started that healthcare tradition in my life. So I've been going to the dentist regularly for nearly... Five decades, you you know the drill, cleanings, that wasn't intended pun, but it worked pretty good, didn't it? Cleanings and fillings and checkups. I'm blessed to have pretty good teeth, and I know this because the dentists in my life have told me that. And each time I visit, they'll often say the very same things to me. An early observation at the dentist in my life is, you're a coffee drinker, I see. My multiple daily cups leave their mark in my mouth. They'll ask the question, any recent issues with your teeth? And for me, at least, at every visit for decades now, the dentist and usually the hygienist will ask me about flossing. Are you flossing regularly? Now, they know the answer to that question. They just want to see if I'm going to lie or not. Typically, I'll respond with something like, flossing. What's that? And then each time I'll receive some form of lecture regarding the need to floss in order to keep my teeth healthy. All the while I smile, I'm polite, but I'm thinking, sorry, I'm just not going to do that. For whatever reason, I've never liked flossing. My teeth are very good, the dentist tells me so, and since they're very good, flossing just seems like an unnecessary hassle. All that string and threading up your teeth, you know, I don't need that business. Last month, I went back to the dentist for a cleaning and a checkup. But this time, not the usual rosy report. And for some reason this time the hygienist flossing admonition rang my bell. And after 53 years you'll be glad to know that I am finally flossing regularly. <laughs> Why in the world preacher did it take you so long? What what kind of thick-headed numbskull can you be, man? Why haven't you started? The dentist knows what he's talking You know, my only answer is this. Surrender was silenced by my independence. Surrender was silenced by my independence of course humanity's issues with surrender extend beyond those with human authority be they dental or otherwise often we have surrender issues with the lord in an effort to steer his people back to the lord look what king hezekiah sent out in a letter in a decree to his people in second chronicles chapter 30 and verse number 6 The Bible says the runners went through all Israel and Judah with letters from the king and his leaders and spoke according to the command of the king. Children of Israel, return to the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Then he will return to the remnant of you who have escaped from the hand of the kings of Assyria. Now look at verse seven. And do not be like your fathers and your brethren, who trespassed against the Lord God of their fathers, so he gave them up to desolation as you see. Verse 8, now do not be stiff-necked as your fathers were, but yield yourselves to the Lord and enter his sanctuary which he has sanctified forever and serve the Lord your God that the fierceness of his wrath may turn away from you. In the New Testament, it's Stephen in his message to Jewish leaders and he used similar terms in Acts 7 and verse 51. We read this of Stephen. He says, you stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears. You always resist the Holy Spirit as your fathers did, so do you. I don't know about you, but in reading those passages, that word stiff-necked, now that's a descriptive word right there. I'm not sure we use it today. Instead, we might say bull-headed. We might say obstinate. But but stiff necked, what a what a great word picture that is. Stiff necked. You see, when it concerns the Lord, humans have issues managing independence and Surrender. We love the message of God's liberty and His freedom that He brings to our lives, delivering us from any bondage of our humanity and sinfulness. Yet the flip side of the coin is our surrendering to His power, His authority, His direction. And there's something about humanity. Our, our independence pressures us To resist when circumstances are calling for us to surrender. In the New Testament, the Apostle Paul summarized the really the root problem with this resistance. In 2nd Timothy 3 verses 8 and 9, Paul pens these words. Now as Janus And Jambres resisted Moses. So he gives an example, an illustration. So do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds disapproved concerning the faith. But they will progress no further. For their folly will be manifest to all as theirs also was. Paul sums up the real core problem with this lack of surrender, with resistance. And that's simply this, resistance stops the progress. Resistance stops the progress. Resistance holds us back. And you know, regardless of our issues with it, when I resist the Lord, the one I'm limiting is me. When I'm stiff-necked toward the truth of God and His Word, I'm the one who suffers. Resistance ends my progress in the kingdom of God. And regardless of how I feel about it, and regardless of my emotions toward us, the Lord requires surrender. We've heard it already, but again, it's reiterated by James. He says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and He will lift you up. But surrendering, preacher, come on, surrendering can be tough. I don't like everything I read. In that book, join the crowd. Surrendering can be tough. Indeed, that is true. But as with many other elements of discipleship, we have to understand the Lord is concerned with what is best for us rather than what is easiest for us. He's not looking forward to the simple way out. He's saying, I want the best for you. I'm providing the most wonderful opportunity for you. And there'll be times when it's confusing. And there'll be times when it's challenging. And there'll be times when it's difficult. But but I want you to understand, uh, I'm not looking for what's easy. I'm trying to show you what is best. Preacher, though though it's not easy, is there some way that we can make surrender easier? I would suggest that surrender is easier when we recognize authority. When authority's credentials are verified. Parents realize this early in their children's development. It's amazing that as little ones find and test their independence, parents are challenged to help them also learn proper surrender. Can I get a witness in the house today? Indeed, as they grow and mature, loving parents, thoughtful parents are interested in their children becoming independent. They are in favor of that growth toward independence. We love it when they finally start feeding themselves. We love it when they can start making their own bed. We enjoy the growing independence, and yet with that, the other side of the coin is the challenge to help. Help them surrender when needed. Surrender when appropriate. Parents help children to develop proper independence and proper surrender. Of course, making matters more interesting for parents and teachers alike. Every child is different and responds differently to different parenting techniques. Many, many, many years ago, Dr. James Dobson wrote a number of awesome parenting books. And he he wrote the one book that is much needed among parents entitled, The Strong-Willed Child. And its point is very clear. Some children don't recognize authority as easily as others do. Surrender becomes easier when we recognize authority, when credentials are verified. So parents verify their authority in a variety of ways. children are misbehaving, we redirect the child's attention or we remove the child from the situation. In some instances, a simple no is enough to verify and validate authority. Sometimes no has to be said with a sterner voice. Sometimes, depending on the child and the circumstance, then we escalate into consequences, both positive and negative. All of these help to train a child to manage their independence with the proper doses of surrender. Of course, adults also surrender easier when the authorities' credentials are given. We slow down, knowing that officers have the power to ignite lights and sirens, to issue citations and cuff hands if needed. We work harder, knowing that management has the power to promote and the issue raises. We live more kindly, knowing that spouses have the power to bring great joy into our lives. And likewise, I would tell you today that surrendering to the Lord Jesus Christ makes perfect sense in our minds when we recognize His credentials, when we realize who and what He is and what He represents. Throughout the Bible, there are many instances of people recognizing the Lord's authority. They're having some aha moments if you will. I, I won't read to you the entire text of Scripture this afternoon. I hope you're happy about that. But there are a few passages that we should explore, some testimonies. Look at the book of Job. The book of Job, a man going through a hard time, but in Job 26 and verse 7, there's some recognition in Job's life. There's an aha moment that is taking place. The Bible says in verse 7, He stretches out the north over empty space. He hangs the earth on nothing. He binds up the water in His thick clouds. He doesn't bind it up much around here, but there are places where water stays in the clouds. Yet the clouds are not broken under it. He covers the face of His throne and spreads His cloud over it. He drew a circular horizon on the face of the waters at the boundary of light and darkness. The pillars of heaven tremble and are astonished at His rebuke. He stirs up the sea with His power and by His understanding, He breaks up the storm. By His Spirit, He adorned the heavens. His hand pierced the fleeing serpent. In verse 14, he summarizes, indeed, these are the mere edges of his ways. And how small a whisper we hear of him. But the thunder of his power, who can understand. Job's perception of the authority of Almighty God. He reiterates some details in his aha moment, and yet in conclusion he says, I'm just skimming the surface of all that God really is. I'm just getting in a small... It's like I'm hearing a bit of a whisper, and if he were to use the fullness of his thunderous voice, what a revelation that would be. King David in 1st Chronicles 29, beginning at verse 10, King David had also numerous aha moments recognizing God's power. Here is just one in 29 and 10. Therefore, David blessed the Lord before all the assembly and said, blessed are you, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever, yours O Lord, is the greatness, the power and the glory, the victory and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord. You are exalted as head over all. Both riches and honor come from you. And you reign over all. In your hand is Power and might in your hand is to make great and to give strength to all. There was recognition of the authority of the Almighty in David's life. As such, when it came to surrender, he realized who it was that he was placing his hands and his life into. When he saw the greatness of God, surrender was much easier. After watching Jesus heal a tormented man in the book of Mark, disciples recognized, what is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey Him. Again, in the book of Mark, after watching Jesus command a storm to cease, the disciples said, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey Him? It's easier to surrender my life to the Lord Jesus Christ when I recognize His credentials. Paul, perhaps the most eloquent in the aha moments in the recognition and realization of god speaking to his protégé timothy in first timothy chapter 6 and verse 15 look what paul wrote he speaking of the lord jesus christ he who is the blessed and only potentate the king of kings and lord of lords, who alone has immortality, dwelling in unapproachable light, whom no man has seen or can see, to whom be honor and everlasting power, amen. To the church at Colossia, Paul wrote these words in chapter one, for by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things. And in him, all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things He may have the preeminence." There is an understanding that these people portrayed. There is a place that they got in their understanding of God when they realized, you know what, I'm not just surrendering to some unknown. I'm not just surrendering to some weakling or somebody who's uh, unreal. I'm not just surrendering to a political power or to a person or to some element of humanity. Rather, there was an aha moment that I am able to bow myself at the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I am able to surrender my life to the One who created it all. Of course, I bring these aha moments to our attention today as you and I learn to manage our independence in one hand in our surrender in the other i offer these so we had realize that at the very core of christianity the central element of discipleship following christ is surrender to the lord's power surrender to his authority for successful Surrender. We come to realize that it's the Lord who has more wisdom than me. The Lord has more knowledge than me. The Lord has more strength than me. He's the one with more compassion than I'll ever have he's the one with more love than i'll ever offer or experience he's the one with more history and experience than me i've come to recognize his greatness and his glory and his majesty are all far and above anything i can conjure up on my own he is superior he has the preeminence hmm. surrender so much easier when we recognize the wonder of our Savior. My prayer for this service and this audience today is that our voices will mirror the words of Israel to Joshua when they called out and spoke as one voice back to their leader. The Lord, our God, we will serve and his voice we will obey. Lord, our God, we will serve and his voice we will obey. Independence. Not so much. The disciple's life is also one of joyful surrender. And that surrender begins with the Lord's power, with his authority. Would you bow your heads with me across this auditorium this afternoon? If it allows you to focus, perhaps close your eyes and begin to think about Jesus Christ. The word surrender implies giving up after a struggle to retain or resist. When we allow the power of independence to motivate and direct us. They often face a struggle resisting against our Savior. To surrender means to give up that struggle. consider surrender perhaps think about the white flag when giving up when the fight is over a white flag is typically hoisted signifying surrender there aren't white flags in this room today but we do have our hands And I would invite across this room today as a symbol to the Lord of our surrender, whether I've been serving Him my entire life or I'm considering an initial step today. I invite us, young and old, to lift a hand upwards toward heaven as a symbol of surrender. Begin to speak in our own words, in our own way, an aha and recognition moment unto the Lord Jesus Christ. As you would surrender, would you raise a hand and just begin to speak to the Lord right now. Begin to say words familiar as David and Job and Paul. Lord Jesus, I recognize that you are almighty. You've been listening to the Living Faith Everett podcast series. Tune in next week for the next part of this series or join us online at livingfaithministries.church